Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. From behind home plate, your Orioles talk. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Just remind me to bring my uh, softball glove. Or I guess I'll put it on the calendar so I know to pack. Yeah, um, you're going to be able to sneak your back in, bat in? Do, I just do, had do, that do you thought. check a bag or do you, you I, probably just I normally on. don't, but I, could, I, have, I really like my bat. Yeah, that's why I want to try out your new bat. I have two new bats. Uh, maybe I will check my bag. Check my bag so I can. Can I wait? Can I bring a carry on as a baseball bat? <laughs> can uh, probably not, right? Maybe. What if you had like a fancy case for it or something like like, you like know, a like gun a case, guitar case or something? Oh yeah, guitar case. That makes more sense than a gun case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Can I carry? We're live now, by the way. We'll start the show in a moment. Like an oboe case, oh. I feel like would be a good size for a softball bat. Can you just buy an Can oboe I carry case a and just base put a baseball bat, bat on on a flight on an airplane? That makes more sense. I mean, what's the difference? The baseball bat and just like a stick. You can carry a stick on, can't you? Sporting equipment that can be used as bludgeoning bludgeoning tools such as bats and clubs, are prohibited in the cabin of the plane and must be transported in your checked bag. Mm, that's a shame. Uh, I like that they used the word bludgeon. Yeah, you can bludgeon with a baseball bat. Yeah, you, you can, can bludgeon with almost any. But I've, yeah, there's definitely other cool. stuff on an airplane you can bludgeon. If you want to, you could bludgeon with the, uh, that tray table that they stick on the back seat if you really yeah. want to hit someone. Yeah. I'm sure we get to go through your carry-on and find some things, too. Oh, I guarantee it. Sure. All right. Why don't we start the show? All right. Hit the button. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. Section 336. 
Girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by that button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing well, Josh. Doing well. Pumped for the show. A couple things mm-hmm. I want to get into. Yeah. The, you also just learned a lesson. I learned. I just taught, I just taught you on some uh, basic facts of Major League Baseball. Um. Scored you. I, I would mess with you. I'm fully aware that no series ever starts on a Saturday. I, I'm fully aware of this. Um, you didn't believe me. You went and pulled a schedule so that you could see that series is always start on Thursdays or Fridays for weekends. I just never stopped and thought about the structure of a series and when it starts. And when, I just never thought about it. Yeah. If I really were to stop and kind of map it, I would realize that no. I mean, I, I just never really thought about it. And so yeah, I did check and verify. Because I said, you know, because we're talking about switching our schedules around, and I said, you know, did the Yankee series start on Friday or did it start on Saturday? And you're like, what are you talking about? Why would it start on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then I had to scroll through my phone to verify that, yes, no series ever starts <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday. You are yeah. correct. Exactly. And, and you, yeah. you could have just played and accepted with believe in me, but then you got your phone out and was like, and like checked the entire year trying to find one series to disprove me. Yeah, that that's right. And there's not what even you were an, trying an, to do. An, an anomaly. I thought surely there's one anomaly, yeah. one kind of weird series, but no, right. there's not. So we're going live on Facebook, but I don't think many people are watching because the Orioles are playing a uh, so far a great game over on Masson. Yeah, yeah. Watching. I want to get into this series. I think this is a big series for the Orioles. It's a big uh, yeah. series for the Yankees, and it's with Orioles. Oh yeah, to be honest. it's the fight but, for last place. Yeah. Um, fight for the seller. So you know, I mentioned I mentioned Masson, and yeah. real quick, we should congratulate Masson for finally getting their app out. Yeah, and getting the website working. I know you used it over the weekend to catch a game. I did. I, 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 more than one game, multiple games, um, by putting in an email and password on the website. So that's cool. Yeah, and I downloaded the app on Roku. Nice. So Masson and and on my iPhone. Nice. So it's now out on your iPhone, iPad, and all that as well. So congratulations, Masson. It just you took... almost hit your opening day target. Yeah, and what should have been done about five years ago, too, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yes. And that's still... what everyone's been doing for years. And I, and I learned last week in the Marlins series that Major League Blackouts still exist, and they're right. still stupid and make no sense. Right. They, they don't. The, yeah, they don't. So, yep. Especially when... It is easier. I don't know if I was on Birdland tonight after one of the Marlin games. I think I was. And I was explaining that it was easier for me to steal the game on one of these shady sites where you just have to click away from the porn. Yeah. Versus everything that I went through to try to legally watch the show. Oh, yeah. Watch the game. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. And that's why so that's many why people no want sense. to pay to watch the Orioles, but they're not allowed to. It's, yeah. it's dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's dumb. But, but Josh, I, I want to get to a couple things this week. First of all, I got a new, for our ball four, I got a new Stitch Fit Stitch Fix box, and I am not happy at all. I am, I am beyond oh, really? ticked off, so I want to get to that. Right. I, I want to get to that because I haven't signed up yet. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, waiting I'm for some. To, wait to hear, wait, wait to hear this because uh, you may right. change your mind. So right. Well, I got, I'm waiting for a yet. life event to switch. Yeah. Um, waiting for a change. The other thing um, is the biggest news of the Orioles this week, no one even talked about. So I want to get to that, too. Okay. We also have some Section 336 news. Oh, fun. For our Patreon members. 
All right. That we have now, uh, I've been going through the archives of 336, and we've done a buttload of episodes. This is episode number 416, pod 416. <laughs> but two or three years, we did two episodes a week, Orioles focused and then Ravens focused, and we put them both as the same number. For a year and a half to two years, we did dailies without giving them numbers, and we even did something called Casual Fridays, which were 20, like 20 minute episodes. Casual Fridays? Yeah, Casual Friday. I have no recollection of Casual Friday. I have no recollections of Casual Friday. But uh, so I've been collecting all this stuff. And um, I'll tell you, for Casual Fridays is what I have no recollection about. And um, I was pulling them. And for I'll just tell you about Casual Fridays. Well, be careful, because Josh, because what happens nowadays is you you pull up something you forgot you ever did. And then you end up getting canceled for it. So watch, watch yourself right. with this stuff. We did one about going back to school. One about the butterfly effect. Mm. We gave the intern a full casual Friday to defend himself for something. We talked about Madden. Was and we talked about Africa? just what we, we're going to do on the weekend. No, that's a bonus episode. Oh, okay. We also did bonus episodes, and we did spring training episodes. So all in all, it's about 800 episodes that we've done yeah. or recordings. And not counting the dailies. The dailies probably put it over a thousand. It's a ridiculous number of files that I was downloading. I think we but hit gave... Malcolm Gladwell's two thousand hours to become a master at something. Yeah. Yeah, we're masters. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> masters. And oh, and we're consistent. That also, well, that that does include. Yeah, we're consistent, and that does include. I've got the backups of our first ten episodes where we were really bad. Wow. And here's what we're going to do for our Patreon members: is each week. We're going to release a bonus episode on a different feed. I think it's going to be on Thursdays, uh, Thursdays or Fridays, where it's going to be a mix of every now and then we're going to do new episodes. I don't know if we're going to do it once a month or whatever, exclusively for our supporters over on Patreon. But for right now, it's going to be some best ofs from years ago. So like this past week, was in, I released an episode about where we kind of did some table topics and general stuff, like a person that you hate, and we talked about a person that you hate. And uh, I don't know, Matt, did you get a chance to hear the episode I put out to Patreon members this past week? I did not, no. It's uh, seven years ago. We recorded it in 2014, and I forgot how much Bert hates this person, and with not much logical reason. You're going to have to listen to the episode. Oh, well, no, We also get derailed talking about sea otters. And do you know why we were all, why we all got excited talking about sea otters? Oh, I remember and, sea otters. And then, and then suddenly really sad and depressed. I remember something about sea otters, but now I can't. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's out now for Patreon members. All right, cool. Good tease. So that's the first episode. It's, we talk Halloween, we talk hate, and we talk sea otters and a whole lot more. So check that out. It's the three of us from seven years ago. Very entertaining. I really enjoyed it and have no memory of doing this episode. So that's what you're going to get. My question for you, Matt, is this coming week, do we release a, a casual Friday episode or do we go with the bonus episode that I think people – learn the most about you because we reference it every now and then is you dying in Africa. Yeah. yeah, Almost dying in Africa. Sure. If you want to release that episode, this sets up the whole context for my existence on this planet. Um, so people should know. So yeah, yeah, I'm okay with you releasing that one. 
You think release that one this week? Sure. All right. So right now, these are only for Patreon members. I know Apple announced a support plan, so we'll go down that path. Spotify is apparently working on something, so we'll hit all these. We'll make it so that eventually you can give us your money no matter where you want to be. That, that's what we're all but about. But for right yeah. now, it's only going to be on Patreon. Remember, supporting us on Patreon also keeps this show commercial-free, but we're going to give you more content out there. That's a big thank you. So go on over to section336.com and click, I think it's support at the top, to uh, help us for $3 and get an extra episode a week. Not very cool. Josh, right, right there's now, all the ads and commercials. Let's go. Right now, the Orioles are in the midst of a little bit of Yankee spanky action, um, up to nothing with two runners on in the fourth inning. But, Josh, I was looking at this Yankees lineup. And by the way, this series means a lot more for the Yankees than it does for us because the Yankees are supposed to be good. We're not. <laughs> so, right. the, the Yankees are supposed to be the in last place is a bigger deal for them than it is for us. Yo, totally. Yeah, because the Yankees are supposed to be the best team in baseball. Yeah, but or we, in the American League. Oriole fans, and by Oriole fans, I mean myself, have been whining and complaining about our offense. Josh, if you look at the Yankees' offense, Stanton batting 183, Judge batting 239, Odor, who, did, who they just picked up, batting cleanup, batting 167 for them, um, Torres, Glaber Torres, batting 213, Hicks, Batting 169 for them. Sanchez batting 192. Frazier batting worse than Ryan Mountcastle at 143. I mean, there's one, two, three, four guys yeah. in their lineup tonight. Five guys and, in the lineup tonight batting under 200. Yeah. As we talk, Matt Harvey has faced four innings of Yankees, and they have one hit. And that's Matt Harvey, who you and I love Matt, Love watching Matt Harvey. But everyone outside of Baltimore thinks he's this washed-up guy. So, and he's getting it done against the New York Yankees. Yeah, and, and we, talked, we talked in our post-game show that Matt Harvey has been average. Um, yeah. But tonight, he's above average, and maybe because he's playing against an offense that's below average right now in the New York Yankees. But I love it so much to see um, Yankee fans it's, losing their minds. And if we take two out of four or, or somehow manage to take three out of four, uh, I can't wait to see the reaction of all the Yankee fans. Right, right, because on their on their radar, well, they who I don't know who they had the weekend, but they they saw this weekend as a bounce back, and then they say, oh, four games against the Orioles. That's when we get out of the cellar. That's when we get back in the first place. Oh yeah, and like oh yeah, like they have this they have this series circled. Though I tell you what, they're they're coming off of of winning three out of four, but against kind of a weak Cleveland team. And before right. that, they were getting beat up by Tampa Bay and beat up by Toronto. And so, yeah, like they're looking at a schedule that involves – here's your schedule, Josh. T- t- tell me how you feel about this as you were a Yankees fan. You had you had four against Cleveland. Then you have four against Ordles. And then you play three against Detroit. Like that's a pretty good – that's a pretty good deal that's for the Yankees. That's wins. Yeah. So the Yankees should come away from this as a 500 baseball team and kind of – um, back to the winning ways, but if we could take two out of four uh, to kind of stifle their um, they are, good feeling, I right. would love that. They're four games out of first place. Yeah. With the games you just announced, they should be able to move right back up in the first place. Yeah, yeah, they, they should. The, I mean, you see this with a lot of divisions early, so I'm not. I don't want to. No, I mean, I, the Red Sox are in first place. We made it clear we believe the Red Sox are a bad team, but right now they've been hot. Well, I mean, it's more than that, Josh. If you look at, at Boston in first place, then you go to, to, to the Central, 
You have the Kansas City Royals in first place. Another bad team. Who saw who saw the Royals in first place? Um, and then if you go if you go down to to the West, yeah, Oakland's in first, which I mean they've been freaking on fire. But then Seattle is thirteen and nine, um, sit, sitting with the third best record in the American League is the Seattle Mariners. So I, it's so early. Um, that it's hard to take away anything. Everyone told me that the NL East was the best, you know, division in baseball, but right now only one team, the New York Mets at nine and eight is above 500. So it's like, uh, it's, it's so early that it's hard to take you, away anything, anything from kind of these early games, but it's right, pretty but fun to see the thing, Yankees in last place. Right. But one thing going into this is the Orioles have had the third toughest schedule in baseball. When, when you look at who they've had to play this season yeah. so far. Okay. But I think, I mean, that's, that's what the MLB stats say. I know, but Josh, you but know I why? One of the reasons they have the toughest schedule in baseball? Because they play the Yankees and the Red Sox all the time. Yeah, do you know why else? Do you know, do you know who they don't play? Uh, the uh, NL East? The Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> right? Yeah, because sure. they're one of the worst teams in baseball. And so it's, it's no, other yeah. teams get to play them. No. And so it makes their schedule easier. We, 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 we don't get to play ourselves. So we're at a disadvantage schedule-wise. I know. I know. I get that. <laughs> but it's also that we're in the AL East. Yeah, sure. So you're always going to see the Orioles and, having one of the toughest schedules. And we play schedules. the NL East this year, right? And the NL East is good. Yeah, except for the Nats. Really hope we can play the Nats before they start getting good. Well, the Nats are what is happening? I mean, I don't want to get super into it, but the Nats are weird because they they got John Lester who has some kind of COVID thing, hasn't pitched at all for him. Right. They got Corbin who was a great pitcher, helped them win the World Series, starting and coming out of the bullpen. His ERA has been like 15 this year. Strasburg's hurt, and so all they have left is Scherzer. So it's pretty, uh, I would say, sad, but also entertaining what's happening. Uh, but it's also even last year, the Nationals do this, where they look horrible, and then they'll get a hot streak going, and then they look horrible. They're so they're always been such a hot and cold team. Yeah, and, and part of this is because kind of the injury stuff with with the Nats. But you're right; even the year that they won the World Series, for half the year they looked terrible, and then they right uh, caught fire. But um, but yeah, right now the Orioles are sitting at nine and twelve, and I'm I know we got a tough stretch coming, but I feel pretty good about sitting at nine and twelve and. I like the way our team has played. The state of the Orioles for me is is up even at nine and twelve. I'm I'm pretty optimistic right now. No, I agree. I'm really been happy with this team. The offense was really frustrating. Thankfully, they kind of put it together yesterday and got some hits and some walks, which kind of removes that bad taste from your mouth. We can we can deal with a short uh, short whatever memory. And just think about the fact that they did well on Sunday. Uh, earlier in this game, Freddie Galvis got pulled being hurt. hurt. He hit a double and had to stop running, going to second base, and then they pulled him after the inning. Are you concerned about that? I didn't see, it, I didn't see the injury. I don't know how bad it is. I don't know what the reports are. It looked like a, it reminded me of when Austin Hayes got hurt with like just a pulled groin running type thing, yeah. a pulled hamstring or something. Hey, listen, I, I would call that any injury to Freddie Galvis. And I know a week ago you were calling for Freddie Galvis to be replaced by Richie Martin. Was, and then he got hot. But I would call an injury to Freddie Galvis devastating. Devastating. Because Devastating. Devastating is a really big word. Devastating, Josh, because who's playing shortstop if you don't have Freddie Galvis? Urias uh, is going over there. And then you have Urias and um, Ruiz. Ruiz as your shortstop and second base. Yeah. No, you know who's you. coming up. You know who's coming up. It's time. What, Richie Bring Martin? Up. It's time for some Richie Martin time in Baltimore. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want that 215 guy on my team. Guy right. 215 on my team. No, like I, I think Freddie Galvis has been our arguably our second best offensive player on this team so far this year behind Cedric Mullins. And so I think any injury to him, what he adds defensively and offensively, especially not because not because I think he's better than Austin Hayes or Santander, um, but because we just have no zero depth yes. at the shortstop position. Correct. That's why the injury hurts. And I don't want to see Urias play every day. I'm already mad no. at this as much as he does. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, that's fine. So do you want to talk anything about this bad uh, offense and Mountcastle? Like, I saw today that Mountcastle is now one for the last 27 at-bats with seven strikeouts. Do you know that, that 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 exact stat line is what Cedric Mullins hit when they sent him down to Project Bowie? Mm. Same stat line. One for 27 with seven strikeouts. They sent him to Project Bowie. And that worked for him. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about this on Birdland tonight. You guys can go back and check Saturday and Sunday. Great episodes uh, with Matt and I. But um, yeah. Project Bowie, is that a chance for Mountcastle this well, week? Of course it's a chance, but a couple of things you have to keep in mind is, first of all, he had a double tonight, so, so that's encouraging. Yes, yeah. Um, but we know this guy can hit, right? Like, we know it was, like, Cedric Mullins, we, <laughs> when he was sent down to Project Bowie, we thought maybe we would never see him again, right? Like, we thought it was possible that Cedric Mullins we, was done. Oh, yeah, we thought he was done as an Oriole, yes. Yeah, like he could play in the minors for a few more years and then just kind of, you know, um, be done. And 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 we, I never, that that has not even entered my mind as a possibility for Ryan Mountcastle. So any trip to Project Booth for Ryan Mountcastle feels like, you know, a two-week kind of vacation where he gets kind of resets. Because the thing I worry about Ryan Mountcastle is I don't worry about his swing. He still seems to be making good contact. You worry some about the confidence. We saw this happen, I feel yes. like, with Trey Mancini maybe three years ago where he got into a season-long rut where he mm-hmm. just couldn't get out of his own way. And, and Mancini's been open and talking about that, about kind of the mental struggle of of, of, of And we slumping. know out of all the sports, baseball, maybe golf, uh, has the but the, as far as team sports, nothing is mentally as disabled as it can be in baseball. Yeah, and so I think you saw Hyde give Matt Castle the other day the day off to kind of reset. He did the same thing with Mancini, and Mancini seemed to right. bounce back on that pretty well. Um, we've also seen Matt Castle being moved down in the lineup. Right, he's been he was up in the middle lineup. Now he's been moved closer to you know the six and seven hole. And right, so, but that's not. To help him. That's to help the team. Oh, I think it's also to help him. So what, he doesn't feel pressure? like he needs to kind of drive in runs and, and hit like a four-hole hitter, right? Like there's just less pressure gotcha. on a seven-hole hitter than a four-hole hitter. But at the same time, yeah, you don't want a, a guy one for 27 hitting your four-hole. four, four hole. Um, So I think both, both those things are true. Um, so is it possible that he goes to Project Blue for a couple of weeks if he continues to struggle? Yes. But it's also, I think, a deal where they're going to look for reasons to keep him on the Orioles and not send a Project Bowie, right? So if he right. has, so the double today, the double today is a reason not happening today. If he had a walk the other night, if he shows patience, makes good contact, even if the results aren't there, if he's making good t- contact, if he's having good at bats, I think it's much more likely that he stays in Baltimore than he gets sent to Project Bowie. But it is possible. I can buy that. That makes a lot of sense, especially with the double and when you have a spot for him in your lineup. 
right yeah, now. Yeah, like, especially now, I mean, I don't know what happened with Galvis, but, like, if Mancini, if, uh, if, if you send him down now, who's going who's gonna to come up in his place? Um, yeah. Well, right. I don't think you would bring someone up in his place because you already have McKenna up here. Yeah, well, you, you, I mean, you had for the roster spot, you would want another bench spot. I would assume you'd bring someone up. Right. Yeah, good point. And we don't have, now that Stewart's up here, McKenna's up here. Yeah. For now, we don't have spots. At some point, Santander is going to be ready to come back, yeah. and that should be in a few days. Yep. So and maybe if he can use a struggle and Santander is ready to come up, like maybe that makes sense. Right. Maybe but... you let McKenna stay. Right. Yeah. But again, McKenna's a guy who isn't expecting much. And I think. It's been interesting to watch this weekend how the Orioles used those options with pitchers um, with the Zach Lothar coming up. Then they bring, brought him up as kind of an emergency situation, still ended up using him in a blowout game, and then sent him down today to make sure they had a fresh arm. So clearly they're trying to use this position for an extra arm in the bullpen for this one slot, which is really the Dean Kramer slot. Yeah. Yeah, while you kind of wait for D. Kramer to come back, you can be a little silly with. And I actually, um, with Jay Flaw being caught up today and Zach Lothar being sent down, I'm surprised yeah. there has been more of this kind of manipulation because you have a bunch of guys like yeah. Zach Lothar and Jay Flaw that you can just continue to send up and send down. Um, and so I'm actually surprised it took this long to kind of do, do uh, start this nonsense. Yeah, it's the Norfolk shuttle. It's what we talked about a lot with the Dan Duquette era. Yeah. Um, I think I don't. I didn't expect it with Lothar because I feel like I, I feel like front offices have been so uh, hesitant about those options. But I guess you can only use one option a year, right? So, so you can right, do as many times as you want. So, but so you kind of figure, well, we can hold on to Lothar, but we're really going to send him down once Kramer comes up. So let's go back and forth all season now. Yes. So it's not really a wasted option. No, and I think. Like, Elias has talked about this before. Hyde has talked about this before. We've talked about this before. Last year, no one pitched or there was very few innings thrown. And so this year, no one's going to throw 200 innings. So you're going to spread guys out. You're going to spread out those innings. You do stupid stuff like give give, uh, means an extra day rest. Not Mm because he needs it, but because it's a long season. And and you want to kind of have them as, yeah. for as long as you can, and so Zach Lothar will get a chance. A bunch of guys are going to get to throw, to, to throw this I know. year. There's a lot of talk in baseball about how they don't know how to go from a 60 game series to a 162 game series right. with pitchers. I don't buy it. I think it's a bunch of crap. These pitchers have been pitching their entire life. Yeah, uh, when they're working out on their own things during the off seasons, I think it's a load of crap. But whatever, somehow everyone in baseball has decided this is a talking point and we're going to be sensitive about our pitchers. I know. And to say they only threw 60 innings as like they never threw at all on the side or in well, simulation games right. or, any, or at home. Like this is the it's, only time that they threw is in well, the 60 innings. It's, yeah, I agree with you. It's a, well, it's and a that's where I always think that's where I always think pitch pinch. Pitch count is funny because they'll say, oh, he's got 72 pitches. But it's like, well, I saw him throw four pitches to warm up between every inning. What about the three throws to first base? What about this, you know? Yeah. Like, there's been a whole lot of motion on that arm that you did not count. Yeah. But now you count 72 pitches when really, if I counted every time his arm went over his shoulder and he released the ball, then you're up to like 87 or something. You yeah, know? like what's it gets dumb when you think about it. like what's worse, someone who throws 120 pitches 
but there was five innings the entire year, every start, or someone right. who throws nine innings, but only throws 90 pitches, right? Exactly. Like obviously the person throwing less innings and more pitches, uh, it's harder on his arm than the person throwing more innings and less pitches because it's about pitches, but no one counts pitches. They just count the innings. So yeah, it's kind of silly. Yep. Um, but, but we'll see, like, I'm curious to see, like if, because it seems like front offices are paranoid about arm injuries. Right. And, and I'm curious to see, you know, if second half of the season, you get an arm injury or two, if, you know, a lot of GMs, especially on rebuilding teams like Baltimore will say, oh, okay, John means we're done. We're just going to shut you down because we're nervous and we'll just go get them next year. Like, I'm curious if that becomes a thing where teams, especially not in contention, just start shutting down guys, um, shut them down yeah, to save their arm for next season. I think it's certainly something to watch after the all-star break. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I was trying to look up. Did you see the uh, in the Braves game yesterday? Did you see the no-hitter that didn't count as a no-hitter? Uh, yeah, by Madison Bump, 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 Bump Garner, sure. Yeah, that's where I was looking up who it was. Do you feel he got gypped because he had to pitch a, one of these stupid seven-inning double-headers? So, because he pitched seven innings and no hit, it doesn't go down as no hit? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I was making the rules, I would call it a no hitter. I mean, I feel like baseball has had different changes over the years that if you, I mean, I'm not, I have no problem with, he, it's a complete game, no hitter, give him the credit. I mean, I think the reason, the rule is, right, what if there's a five inning and then there's a rain delay and the game gets called after five innings right. or something. Right. Well, that's not it. But, but to me, if the game is designed to go seven, seven innings right. and you throw the seven innings and don't give up a hit, like that's a complete game no hitter to me. Yeah. And it's the rules of the baseball this year. Right. Just like it was last year. It's the rules of the game. The players don't make the rules. Um, right. And so if you, if you go and kind of throw the whole game, the seven innings, that's the game's designed to do it, and don't give up a hit, like, yeah, for me, that's a no hitter. Yeah, me too. But either way, I mean, Madison Bumgarner, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a huge deal, but um, Josh, do you, do you see any, I mean, we've had a rotation here pretty much pretty stable here. Um, assuming Kramer re- <laughs> yeah. re- 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 returns, we still got Zimmerman and Harvey and Jorge Lopez and right. Means. I mean, we saw a sneak peek at Zach Lothar. Do you anticipate the start rotation? Um, is anyone uh, is, is anyone pitching for the jobs right now? Or do you think uh, no. this, this is rotation, a five-man rotation? This rotation has been great. Yeah. These, these five guys have been better than expected, better than advertised, more than what I need from these guys. I believe before the I would whole, say with one exception. Well, Wade LeBlanc, but we already sent him down. <laughs> um, Jorge Lopez. Uh, is Lopez in the rotation? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's the fifth guy. Yeah. All right. Lopez has brought that number down a little bit. Yes. But before this, I don't. Why do I not even think of Lopez as in the rotation? Yeah. He's the fourth guy. He's the fourth guy. Yeah, he was great for one start. Zimmerman Lopez, yeah. Um, and has kind of struggled on his other starts. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I know they had an ERA of like two after uh, before like the Wade LeBlanc thing, like starting rotations. It was a great ERA the week before. Yeah, but, you know, the good thing about Wade LeBlanc is Josh, it didn't hurt the reliever ERA because he started the game, even though he's kind of, he was a reliever for us. The fact that he started his game, gave other runs, didn't impact right, the reliever so it, ERA. So it didn't, it didn't hurt our bullpen ERA. So it might have hurt the starter ERA, but it didn't hurt the bullpen ERA. All right. Um, this Jay 
is it Flaw or Flaw? Flaw. That we yeah. brought up today? Yeah. Do you know much about him? Uh, I know he's 28 years old. I know he's kind of a career minor leaguer. I know he had a 10 strikeout uh, per inning ratio or strikeout uh, per nine inning ratio. Uh, how, did, how did he end, how did he end up with the Orioles and how did he end up at this alt site? Um, Do you know? I, I, mean, I mean, I think he's, I want to say he's been with the minor league team for the past couple of years. Um, I can look up his info, but um, I mean, cause they, they had to add him to the 40 man in order to bring him up today. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's an interesting move. Yeah, and I mean, and they, they, they brought him up because he was well rested, and he can—he's a reliever, and he can throw multiple innings. Right, but I assume it's also that they believe he can be a major league bullpen arm. Oh yeah, I mean, he goes all the way back with the Orioles to 2015. Yeah, so he's been with, okay. So his he's whole been, career with with the with the Orioles. Yeah. Okay, so he's been with the Orioles. He just hasn't made it up here yet. Yeah. So he pitched. What he pitched a season at Delmarva, then then he threw in. Frederick in 2017 was at Bowie in 2018, and then 2019 he pitched for Bowie and Norfolk. So yeah, he's he's kind of paid his dues and worked his way up All the right. system. So what type of expectations should I be having for this kid? Oh, I think he's he's he will pitch. He will not pitch in a close game. He will pitch in a game that's not close when you need an arm. Um, okay. And he will be here so, until Kramer comes back. So he's a younger Wade LeBlanc. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think he, it's a, give him a chance, see what happens. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be an up and down yo-yo guy. I think he's going to be a yo-yo guy up and down when you need a guy to go a couple innings and he's well rested, bring him up. I think there's a handful of guys like that. And he's one of them. So, all right. So he's one of our yo-yo guys. Yeah. All right. Is that the new name for your Norfolk shuttle? We're now calling the yo-yo, that the guys. yo-yo guys. Yeah, yeah, and I know it annoys you that that, that Zach Lothar is a yo-yo guy too. But yeah, Zach it does Lothar's annoy me guy. that Zach, because I wanted Zach Lothar to be the guy to get the start instead of Wade LeBlanc. I know. So I got really, really irritated on that Saturday. I know, but uh, rightfully so. Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. I think I'm you, calling myself rightfully so. Yes. I think you. I think that you think Zach Lothar is better than he is. Like I think you think maybe Zach Lothar is one of our. You know top arms and he's number 11 in our top prospects. Yeah, that's fine. I think so I would, I think it's ceiling though. I think if, if his ceiling would be like a fourth or fifth starter, right. If, if everything works out well, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, I would rather have Zach Lothar start than Jorge Lopez. Then, I mean, right, right now, I mean, that's the thing when you're saying Lopez is struggling as a fourth, the way the block sucked as a, a filler gap. I'd like to see Zach Lothar get a start, but then just like Keegan Aiken, the big news this week was Keegan Aiken was going to get his start. Yeah. Until he chopped his finger off or something. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Not that he chopped his finger off, but that those kind of freak injuries, I'm surprised it don't happen more. I was it walking happens outside all the time the to baseball players. I don't know why it doesn't happen to other, other athletes. I was, I was walking outside with my kid. They just stepped off the, the, the deck at my house. It was like a, a, a one foot drop. And I sprained my ankle, and I could barely walk for the next two days. And I was like, "What if?" I was thinking, like, "What if I'm a major league pitcher, and I had to start the next day? Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't put any weight on my ankle, and right. just stepping down off my off my porch." And so, well, I don't you know, know, I'm surprised this stuff this, this stuff doesn't actually happen more often. I've been uh, well. My childhood was always scarred by. 
Pete Harnish stepping on that nail yeah. at the Sky Dome so he didn't get to get his start in in that magical 89 Orioles season, which as a kid, I didn't even realize and I learned recently that the reason he stepped on a nail is because the Sky Dome was basically still a construction site. Hmm. It had just opened a couple of weeks earlier and they were still doing work on it. Yeah. So that's where the nail came from that Pete Harnish stepped on. Is that worse than um, Abado Jimenez stepped in a pothole? <laughs> yes, because the one one was convenient, was actually good <laughs> and yeah, good, and the other hurt, really hurt the Orioles because Pete was having a good season. Yeah, exactly. That would that's a good. I'm going to make a note of that. A good little bonus show or something would be to have baseball freak injuries and rank some baseball freak injuries. Yeah, I bet even we just look at, look at the Orioles and narrow it down. I bet I bet there's. I'm trying to think of because I, I have some on the tip of my tongue. I just can't think about some of these kind of freak injuries that happen, even just to Oriole players throughout the year. Outside yeah. of outside like of the not on the ball field, hole. like Caleb Joseph, that's a bad injury, but that happened on a ball field. Yeah, I mean, I think of I think of this is this is a, a prank, but when um, Darren O'Day was riding his unicycle or whatever it was that thing he's riding the unawheel, the unawheel, and Buck Showalter came out there saying, uh, "That's not too smart, Darren. Uh, that's not too smart. You get hurt out here." Not too yeah, smart. or who was who was the baseball player that was like walking? down the stairs and slipped or tripped and fell like on his back or You're on the stairs. You're thinking of Sergio Kindle, the Ravens draft pick. <laughs> no, that's a different guy. I don't forget. Um, yeah. And uh, who was it? Was it Zach Wheeler that hurt himself putting on his pants and he fell over last year? Uh, he was putting, I think he was putting pants on and fell. Yeah, I don't know. That, that sounds about right. That sounds, yeah, but there's – yeah, it seems for some reason baseball has this stuff more than other sports. Yeah, it does. And maybe it's because baseball plays 162 games a year. So during the season, there's games almost every day where if a football player falls down the stairs, it doesn't have to be a public story unless he can't go in five or six days from now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or like John Means, who gives up 50 runs in a spring training game and blames on a vaccine shot. Oh, I don't know. I got my vaccine <laughs> shot uh, last week, How you and doing? my arm was my arm was like hurting for three, four days. Oh, really? And just sore and tight. So I can understand that. I hope they they see as or as any pitchers in baseball when they got their vaccine shot, they better have gotten it on their glove arm. If I was the pitching coach, I'd be out there to, as they're getting the shot, saying, "Not that arm, other arm, other arm," because you got to remind these guys because they're not smart. Don't get it on your pitching arm. Yeah. Well, Emily, we I got, it, I got it in my, my left arm. Emily said I should have got it in my right arm because she said you should get it in your arm that's more active or something so you can, I don't uh, know, it, it, it resists better or something. I don't that's know. smart because I got mine in my left arm also because yeah. I said I don't use that arm. Yeah. It can be dead. But maybe your like right arm has more muscles built up or something so it can resist it more. I don't know. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Hey, do I get the second shot in the same arm or is it can I get one in each arm? I th- yeah, I mean, you can do whatever arm they, that, that you give them. It doesn't matter. All right, then maybe I'll go right arm next time. Hey, um, speaking of which, can we get to what I think has been the biggest news Orioles? Yeah, that nobody's talking that about. No one's talking about. Do, yeah, do you know, I know about what, Josh? Apparently not. What's the biggest news that came out of the Orioles this week? This week, the biggest news that came out with the Orioles. Um, it was reported. Mike Elias saying he didn't care Jim about Cowell. the alt site. What's that? Michael Elias saying that he doesn't care about performances at the alternative site? No, it was it was a tweet by Jim Callis. All right, you, I have no idea. All right, this is April, Share with me. This is April 20th. This is, okay. this is a tweet. 
4.57 p.m. Where were you 4.57 p.m. on April 20th when this tweet was, was sent out? Source. This is a tweet. Source. 2020 number two overall pick, Hurston Kerstat, has been cleared medically and will report to the Orioles' Altner site and buoy all right, all right. tomorrow. We'll take yeah, months-long rebuild-up to return to game action after a long layoff to rest and treat myocarditis. All right. Um... So Kerstat's back. That's that's the news. Kerstat has finally reported to Project Bowie almost a year after he was drafted. He's finally okay. putting on an Orioles uniform or putting on a, you know, yeah, putting on a uniform right. a year after he was drafted. All right. Sorry, I got distracted. Austin Hayes just took a, a ball to the to the hand. All right. Um, and how and about everyone's friend? looking at him, and he I, we can't afford for Austin Hayes to be hurt again. Yeah. So all right, here's the problem. I think that tweet happened on 420, and he might have been uh, partaken in a oh, little substance yeah, in order yeah, to yeah. think that Kerstead is coming back to Bowie. Yeah. Well, apparently he's there now, Josh. Apparently if you go to Bowie, you'll, you'll see him there. He's, apparently he's been there. He's there for a week. <laughs> you, you act like he's like a mascot, like, like, a, 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 like a circus. Go take a peek. Look, he's there. Yeah. You can so, see. No, think, that's, big, that's great news. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's getting back. I... Again, it's a guy we've never gotten to see on the baseball field because yeah. of COVID. And hopefully we can see him in some minor league games this year. Yep, 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 yep. So I, I think the plan will be he'll stay at Project Bowie until, I don't know, a, couple, a week or so until the Bowie games start. And then I assume he'll go to Sarasota for, you know, more rehab and stuff because you've been off for a year. And then I expect he'll, he'll make his way till to, I would anticipate, to the Shorebirds. Um, and play for the short shorebirds, and so I'm going to yeah, check or, them out there in yeah, June or, the or July birds. sometime. They could bump them to the Iron Birds too. I don't know how the restructuring now is between the two single A's. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they treat them like they did, um, like did Adley play at the Shorebirds, or did he go straight to? Um, well, he started at the Iron Iron Birds. Iron Birds, yeah. When the Iron Birds was kind of rookie league ball, right. And but he, he also had Darmo, college Darmo before. Darmo. He also had college level play. Right. Kerstad's younger than him, right? No, they're same. Okay. So they Kerstad, both played college. Right. So they, they could fat, do a little fast track based on the college ball. Yes. So there's no, I mean, Aberdeen's now Fred, what Frederick was. So Single A. Yeah, high single okay, A. Okay, so that's high A. And Delmarva's so you're saying still low Delmarva's low A, so he'll go to Delmarva. That makes sense. Yeah, and I think he could graduate from there and go to high A if they want to fast track him. That's kind of what they did with Adley Rutschman. Um, but, yeah, right. I mean, I imagine he'll play his first minor league game around the same time that we draft our next, you know, our next player around, around yeah, the major draft. Yeah, so it's good to have him back. It's really kind of crazy and unfortunate that it took a year to get him a year yeah. to get him here. I'd love to hear his story. Oh, Hopefully yeah. he shares this story yeah. publicly. Dan Connolly, go go get 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 on that. What's good Dan point. Connolly that's where you're going to read it. Well, yeah, Connolly in the Athletic. Yeah, that that's the only people writing articles, nice articles yeah, like that. Yeah, the only people who do, who do the long form. Yeah, right, right. So uh, speaking of the minor leagues, I this week. Bought my tickets to see the Norfolk Tide on uh, May 8th. I'm going to go see the Norfolk Tide oh, the first play game? the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. No, the first game is like May 5th. I haven't okay. gotten tickets for that yet. I probably will, okay. but I picked up the Saturday night tickets. Nice. You know how much a minor league 
ticket costs for general admission for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp? Uh, I would say 12 bucks. $5. All right, nice. For a Saturday night. So I bought a few. Nice. So. Cool. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see uh, Adley. I haven't seen Adley yet. Yeah, yeah. I saw, so I'm hoping I, he'll be with the Tide then. I had the honor of seeing Adley at the Delmarva Shorebirds and buying a jersey. So I plan on on getting his jersey at every at every level. <laughs> okay, as the numbers change. Yeah. So, yeah. So I hope. What's the next? What's the next step for him? I don't know. I I guess we'll start at Aberdeen. No, he'll start at Bowie. I don't know. I don't know if he'll start. I at think Aberdeen he's starting at Norfolk. He won't be at Norfolk. Yeah, he will. No, he won't. Yeah, he will. Okay. You, we'll find you out. You want to bet? I think he's starting at Norfolk. No, I bet he starts at Bowie. In that case, I won't see him at Nor at this tide. Not game. yet, not yet. I think he'll be at Norfolk at some point, probably. Though Zach Lothar, right, <laughs> another guy who never pitched AAA and got his first appearance in the majors without right. ever pitching for AAA. Yeah, but we see that with pitchers a lot, where pitchers will skip. We see other players too, but especially pitchers, it seems, will skip. Yeah, because Bowie is so convenient to Camden Yards. Well, and the, this year's weird, right? If minor league games have started already, he would be. In AAA, and he would not have skipped, right? Even if I think if he had a season last year, maybe so he would have played AAA, yes. so he would not have skipped, right? And that's the weird thing. If Adley, if Adley skips AA, it's because of treating last year as his AA season, right? Hey, um, this is completely off topic. Okay, but we've been so good at staying on topic today. All right, maybe I should just save this for ball. You gonna ask me if you can take a baseball bat on an airplane? No, we we figured that out during the pre-show. No, you'd have to be an idiot to even look that up. Um, I was going to ask you about the Ravens draft. The the football NFL draft is Thursday. It is. How We're many, doing a live how many film mock study. drafts have you participated in thus far, Josh, in anticipation, uh, anticipation of the draft? Have you been paying attention? The Orioles season's fun. I haven't paid attention at all to this draft. I am surprised the draft's already here. Um, I don't care. Mm. I'll do it. I'm doing a live draft show with film study yeah. on Thursday night. But uh, And I love that the Ravens have a bunch of draft picks. I like the move of trading Orlando Brown Jr. away this week to get more draft picks. I'm all for that. But my focus has been on the black and orange. Mm. Shots fired. All right. So, what, are you getting excited for the draft? I'm excited for the draft. I, I always enjoy watching the draft. I think all the pregame, the pre-week draft predictions are so dumb. But yes, I think but so is the two months. All right, yeah. might it, part of it might be that by this time, I'm burned out on draft stuff because of film study. And we've been doing yeah. draft conversations for two months now. Yeah, I just, I just don't think there's any way to predict it well. And I, like, I remember, I, I just always remember the person a few years ago when Marlon Humphrey was drafted. I don't know if there was a draft that was more hated by Ravens fans because um, they wanted OJ Howard and there was other guys that they wanted, offensive playmakers, and they drafted this boring cornerback cor- who they didn't know if they was going to be very good. And he turned in, you know, just to be, you know, the best cornerback in all of football. Yeah, and so I bad. just think like nobody knows and everyone acts like they know who's going to well, be good. And they just miss so often that I'm entertained by the show itself. But everyone telling me, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy. Well, when you I, don't think, know. I think you're wrong because <laughs> even the NFL teams are, uh, get, get, get it wrong so often. Yeah. You know, there's lots of excitement down here. 
Oh, yeah, because uh, you guys Cause get Trevor Lawrence. It's Jacksonville. Yeah, so we're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much just a decision. I've got friends down here that are, have hopped on board and already ordered their season tickets because they want to get there for the Trevor Lawrence experience because the Jags have, like, I don't know, like eight picks in the first round or something, something ridiculous yeah, yeah, this year. They've got a bunch of picks, and they're like, hey, we're, we're going to be back to the Super Bowl. Someone told me, what's going to happen first, the Jags win the Super Bowl or the Orioles win the World Series? Mm. I told him I think the Orioles, but I said the Jags need to get a Super Bowl within five years or it's a total bust. The way that the organization's rebuilding. Well, and you see NFL teams go last to first all the time. I mean, it's yep. just a more competitive league where you and have more balance, where baseball is just a lot harder yes. to, to, to win. Just because oh, yeah. the, the length of the season and, and the salary with, cap and all that stuff. And I think football, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, doesn't matter about the rest of your team. You're expected to win within three years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think that's fair. Um, especially when you're talking about someone like Trevor Lawrence, who you know people have insane, insane right. hope for this guy. But as far as the Ravens, I'm totally in the mindset that I just trust whatever they do. Yep. The front office of the Ravens have been so good for so long that they, I just trust whatever they do. Yeah, and I mean, I'm of the opinion that as far as things that I think I want the Ravens to address, and they have a lot of needs. But I'm of the mindset the most important need to address is offensive line. So yep. if they spend the, both picks on offensive linemen, I'd be thrilled. Um, if they draft a wide receiver, I'm going to be a little bit annoyed. I think their their wide receiver issues are more scheme and not as much talent. And I just keep on rem- remembering what happened against the Bills. Um, just Lamar Jackson laying in the end zone after getting crushed by five Bills defenders. That I just hope they get the offensive line straight. And I don't yes. even care if they don't take any wide receivers if they get the offensive line straight. I'm more intrigued on the Ravens side with the conversations of how do you mix up the offense? Yeah. And how scheme do you make this offense scheme-wise? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Because, and that all starts with the offensive line. Yeah. So I'm totally with you that the offensive line is the most important in the draft. And just so much less risk with an offensive line. And we swung and missed enough with the wide receivers. And just less risk yeah. you go to the offensive line. Right. I'm all for bringing free agent wide receivers because yeah. none of that matters if you don't have the stable line. Yep, I agree. You can have the fastest guy, but if he can't get down the field without your quarterback panicking about getting hurt, it's pointless. Well, and I think hit. Lamar Jackson's good enough to dance back there with a good offensive line and our yes. running good enough that he'll, he'll make, I mean, he'll, 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 he'll make the guys we have, Mark Andrews um, and Hollywood Brown and Duvernay. And Watkins, like, he'll make that work, even if we had no one else. I think he'll make that work if he gets enough time back there. I agree. With right. you. Uh, uh, not, yeah. I mean, I think this was a – I was trying to bring it back to Orioles, but I think we covered the Orioles really well. The way they are right now, it's kind of a, just a – this is the normal pattern of now it's the hard part of the season. We're a month in almost. Hey, yeah, you, yeah, listen, we'll it, it becomes – it becomes a situation where every week you look and you say, okay, I'm curious to see where this team will be a week from now, right? Yep. Like after we play, you know, after we go up against the Yankees for four games, and then after that we got, again, Oakland for three games. Yeah. And then, and then so we when got we the do Mets this show that are Monday, pretty good too. after four well, games no. of Yankees, three games of Oakland, we come to show show Monday. Um, if we're sitting at the same spot, three games under 500, I'm thrilled. Exactly. And I don't care that that's fifth place. Right. I care about progression yep. and, 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 and all that. 
because yep. I, I don't I don't expect to win the AL East, so it doesn't matter if I'm in fourth or fifth. But um, but I care about being competitive. Yes, because that means your young players, and we have a bunch of young players now on the team, both pitching and hitting. That means the young players are playing well if you can stay competitive. And we're at yeah. the point in the rebuild where we shouldn't be losing 110 games. We shouldn't be going out there and being embarrassed. We shouldn't have those LeBlanc games very often. Like, we're, we're at the stage in the rebuild where we should be competitive. Right, right. Saturday was an embarrassment, and it, we knew it was going to be an embarrassment before the game even started. As long as we avoid games like that, I'm good. Yeah, and I feel like so far this year, that's been really the only embarrassing game was that one. Totally, totally. Everything else has been all right. You want to get into a little ball four? Yeah, all I really have is ditch fix as my ball three and four. All right. So, all right. So you talked about stitch fix a few weeks ago. I think when we early three or four weeks ago on ball four, it was and you a month were ago. I me, did it every month, I think. So yeah, I probably right, did so it a month you were ago. telling me how great stitch fix is, how I then learned that every family member of ours gets stitch fix <laughs> and I'm behind the times and you were praising it. I didn't sign up yet, but you convinced me on that show. So what happened to your stitch fix this week? Well, first of all, on Friday, Last week, I wore my Stitch Fit outfit for the first time to school. Okay. I had a student said I had drip. I had drip, Josh, he said. He said something. <laughs> is that a good thing or I, a bad thing? I don't know what drip is. I think it was a good thing. <laughs> drip? Yeah, because he said it in a way that felt complimentary, and I've never had someone say that. I had three other people, Josh. No one's ever well, commented on my I clothing. Want, I three want other some people drip. commented or made nice comments about my clothing. Okay. Which I think well, is a sign a... of two things. One, that that Stitch Fit outfit was nice. Two, that I have a reputation for not wearing nice things and everyone knows it. I think both hey, help, me, help me out with this uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah. I looked up drip. Yes. An adjective to describe your outfit. Similar to saying swag, sauce, steez, or swank. Ah, this is like do you know any of do, those other words? This is like when I have my kids do vocabulary.com and it gives them four options to get the word. And they're like, Mr. Soroka, I have no idea what the four clues are <laughs> exactly. to get the answer. So, no, I don't know what any of those words are to tell me what the words, word means. So we're, we're, we're right back where we started. But, no, it's, it's a good okay, thing. All right. Okay. Swank. I clicked on swank. It means extremely cool. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. So, so, people all thought right, so I was drip is cool. a compliment. People all right. Well, that's cool. good. That's good. Yeah. I want drip. All right. Well, I would I would advise you to not wear what I'm wearing today, my Orioles Hawaiian shirt. I don't think this qualifies. Yeah, that drip. did not that did not come in your Stitch Fix. No, this did not come in Stitch Fix. So, what was your problem with Stitch Fix? You you seemed like you had a negative take this week. Yeah. So I got it today. I got this yeah. in my second box today. All right. And I opened. So it they up. wowed you with box one. Yeah, I opened it up, Josh. There's this beautiful <laughs> a beautiful jacket. There's these gray jeans that I put on. And it felt like I was wearing a freaking cloud. I'm going to sleep in those jeans tonight. There was okay. a beautiful white button-up shirt with, like, with some little black dots on it, uh, which would go great with the coat that they sent as well. And a nice-feeling T-shirt as I feel well. Like the feel like the price tag is going to be the problem here. Josh, well, here's the problem. Because I know, I, know, I know you're wearing an Oreo shirt. That says, shows how much you spend on money. Half my wardrobe is Oreo giveaways. I'm yeah. a working man. I'm I'm an educator. I'm not. Uh-huh. All right, so it is money. All right, here I'm we go. I'm not bringing in the money. No, but but Josh, it's diabolical. 
Because they take me, who have never even tried on. I would never be in a situation yeah. where I would try on, a, you know, a seventy dollars shirt. I'm not in right. a situation where I would never no, do what, that. No, I don't go in those stores. Yes, I certainly don't try on stuff in those stores. Right. I don't even window shop those stores. I don't even go right. to the website in those stores. I honestly don't even know what those stores. I, yeah, I don't even know the right brands now. of those stores. Right. If I'm spending seventy dollars on a shirt, it's like Under Armour or something. I don't know the name of these other kind of style brands. All right. I think I spent $70 on a shirt at the men's warehouse. Okay. So I put on these clothes, Josh. All right. And they make everything I have in my wardrobe look and feel like garbage. <laughs> they okay. They feel so freaking good. They feel so – they look amazing. How do we not get a 336 promo code? I know we don't do commercials, <laughs> but you've been praising Stitch Fix. But, Josh, I can't – I mean, the jacket – How much like was a, it? How much was the box? The whole box, they do a thing where if you buy the whole box. Yeah, they give you a discount or whatever. You get 25% off. All right, so buy the whole outfit, how much? With the discount? Yeah, sure. 250 <laughs> For one outfit? For, it's, it's, it's two button-up shirts, kind of like a casual shirt. All right. A, a jacket and a pair of jeans. So three shirts, a jacket, and a pair of jeans? Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad, actually. All right. Well, I I'm mean, a working the, man. The jeans, the yeah. jeans are probably a hundred bucks. The jacket's probably seventy-five bucks. No, the jacket was one hundred fifty. Oh well, there's your answer. Get rid of the jacket. But then, Josh, the discount is a hundred dollars with the twenty-five percent off. So then, like, that's like oh. the jacket. So now it's the jacket. Yeah, fifty dollars. So they get you, Josh. They get you. And I can't all get it, right. Josh. I can't not like I already hanged it, hanged it all up in my closet, <laughs> and I'm so mad about it. <laughs> Because it just feels so good. I have to buy it all. So I have yeah, to. Yeah, I hear you. I get a box every month. I'm delaying the next box. I have to delay the next box because I'm going to get it all when the next box comes. Do they have like a two-month package? They have. You can get whenever you want. So I'm just going to delay the next box all for right. a couple more weeks. But because it all is so freaking nice and I can't afford it. I'm going to have like a $10,000 wardrobe by the end of the year if I keep on doing this stuff. All right. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna invest maybe this summer. All right, but be prepared, Josh, for you. I gotta save. I gotta save some money uh, so that I can get some nice clothes. Yeah, and and don't just think that because it's it's all gonna be. I don't know. My, my girl's Victoria, and by the way, they like she gives you a note. Victoria is my stylist. Okay. And I gave Was her feedback on my last on both one. Boxes? What's that? Did Victoria take care of both boxes yes, for you? She's my girl. And last time I was like those those mud jeans. I was like, that's a little bit much with the color. Like I'm, that's pushing me a little bit, Victoria. Okay. You're pushing me with that mud All right. jeans. And she sent me a pair of nice gray jeans. And she okay. sent the note saying, you know, I got your message last time. But I okay. wonder, Josh, also about uh, Stitch Fix. Yeah, you know Victoria is some fat man. That's what I wonder. I just watched that episode of uh, of Seinfeld where they had this lady Chang was on the phone talking to people, and people right. listened to her because they thought she was Chinese, and it turns out she was just American. She was not Chinese, yeah. Chinese at all. And like, oh, yeah, shoot, like, I thought I was getting advice from a Chinese woman. Isn't that the whole, like, uh, I don't know, like sex phone operators? Yeah, yeah. Phone really, sex operators? Really, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that industry still is around, but it was. I remember as we were kids, that's what all the infomercials were at night. Yeah. No, but I, that's what, like, I want to FaceTime Victoria to kind of get a feel for, because if she's picking out my style and she's hip and cool, but it's like you go to a haircuttery and you get someone who has crazy hair, you don't want them cutting your hair. That's what I want to oh. make sure Victoria has good style. But I mean, I'm, I really like Victoria a lot. And I, 
I'm not going to say I'm going to leave my wife and marry her, but I, I really like the feedback Victoria's given me. So, yeah, I'm thrilled with Stitch Fix. For a better discount. Well, it depends. Yeah, um, we, we're, yeah we can get up to 50%. We can talk here. You brought, you brought up hair cuttery. I went to hair cuttery this week. Mm. I never go to hair cuttery, mm. but my place has weird hours because of COVID. Mm. So hair cuttery is open late, so I went. I sat in the chair. The first thing the lady asks is if I want to dye my hair. Really? To get rid of the grays. Oh, yeah. I thought like and blue then, or something. Shoot, no, no. No, and then she shaved my head, and I looked down at the uh, smock covered with gray hairs. Oh, my. I had more gray hairs than I've ever noticed when I went to the hair, the hair cuttery this week. Oh, my. So it, I might, uh, might have to get to that point. Maybe Victoria, especially if I'm buying some Stitch Fix clothes, I might have to dye the hair as well. Oh, my. No, I think, I think the gray is classy, but... That's crazy it's, it's, that she asked you about it. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my ball four, I got two. Uh, I'll just go with one. Yeah, today. I got nothing else. I'm done. All right. MLB The Show. I got the new one. Oh, sweet. This week. Yeah, I want to know what you think about it. I've never played a video game where I know who the person is on how the video game character's face looks. Mm. I've got it on the PS5. The graphics are so good really? that I recognize the players while playing the video game, not based on their numbers not or names on the jerseys, numbers, but their, their face. face. That's crazy. And the, and the facial moves that they make when Mancini's upset and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's Trey. It's really weird. We've come Where a long way like, from our very baseball. Yeah, I know I'm playing a video game, but the graphics are good enough that they've put detail into facial structure. And it's not, oh, I can kind of see that almost looks like Brandon Hyde. It's Brandon Hyde's in my stupid video game. Is that a PS5 thing, or do you think that same effect will be in PS4? Uh, I don't know, because I, I assume it's better on the PS5. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, but I also... Is the gameplay the same as the uh, as MLB The Show, last year's MLB The Show? Yeah, yeah. You can have different options, but yeah, it's all the same. All right. But it's got all the current players, right. which is nice. Um, and what's cool is I've been playing online against people, including a 336er I played with this week. Oh, nice. Whose name I'm blanking at the moment, but I enjoyed playing with him. And you can play on, you can play against people on the PS4 with my PS5, or, and I didn't even realize this, the show is now out on Xbox yeah, for the first time this year. Yeah, it's about time. So you can play against people on the Xbox as well. Oh, that's very cool. It's about time they so, did that. Yeah. So there's some talk of... Would we like to do a three three six online league on the show and play against people? Mm. So uh, that could be an interesting thing Crap. for us. You to just do. reminded me that I haven't checked my fantasy team in two weeks. Crap, Josh. <laughs> Thank you right. for reminding me. Shoot, I gotta go do that. So good. Um, but no, I mean we had, we had a hard enough time getting an NFL season. For the whole season. Yeah, it's difficult to do a season with random people. Yeah, I don't know how it works for MLB. Like, you don't do you play every game 162? What do you? Just I don't know. Play like once I'm a doing, week or something. I'm doing a franchise now, like against the computer, so I'm playing all of them. See, but even I don't when I do know franchise, do I usually just like pick one starter and like I'll just be at that starter every time. Uh, no, I'm trying rest. to do the whole. I'm trying to do the whole season. That's a long you season. know what I did? You know what I did this week? What's that? DF8 Chris Davis. Ooh. <laughs> so. But see, in the video game world, he'll just clear waivers and be in your minors. Uh, in real world, he'll clear waivers and be in your minors. No, in real world, can't he clear waivers and then just leave? Like, he, he doesn't play in the minors. He can just walk away. Uh, I don't know if he can just walk away. Yeah. I guess he can. Yeah, he can. But then, but yeah, but then you don't have to pay him if he walks away. Oh, no, you still have to pay him, right? No, if you DFA someone, they, that just means another team can take them. 
But if another team can, doesn't take him, he's in your minors. He can't just go home. He can't? I just thought he could just go home. I don't think so. I think if he goes home, he doesn't get his contract. Nah. That's why he's on the 60-day DL and has disappeared, or IL. Hmm. So someone can correct me on that. Yeah, I don't um, know how that works. I have a new workout routine, but I'll share that with Ball Four next week. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, I got a new workout routine, too. It's called cleaning up my freaking yard. It's called yard work. <laughs> yeah, it's getting your house up. I, got a, I, got a, I rented a saw this weekend from Home Depot. I still can't lift my, arm, I still can't lift my arms above my head. Oh, I, my arms are very sore, too, from my workout. I was going to make a John McCain joke, but I don't think – is that too soon or no, inappropriate? I, I, think, uh, I think that's inappropriate. Okay. I'll, yeah. I won't make it that. I, I rescinded yeah, that even yeah, I even thought about making it. That did not happen. Yeah. All right. That's a good note right. to end on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will not call this the John McCain episode. Yeah, I'll thank save you. I that for you. That. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we've gone full circle here. Me with that dumb comment going full circle back to the open the show – about me not knowing that series don't start on Saturday. So we've gone full oh, I circle meant, I, I, with I, Matt's I, an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Now, in the recording, do I leave in the pre-show or do I keep out the pre-show? How much of that we was talked rec- about? How much was that within the show? Uh, the, the conversation about baseball bats on airplanes. Oh, okay. So that might be in the pre-show if it recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's get out of here. All right. Well, uh, like Josh said before, support us on Patreon. Just go to section336.com support. Yeah. You can also follow us on Twitter. Oh, there's also some gear on the website, too, you might want to check out. Oh, yeah. Expanded the shirts out to year 2027. Yeah. Support as the requested. So, so far, 2023, I'm using I'm using what T-shirts are bought as kind of a, uh, a vote. So that I can see kind of the, where our listeners and how our listeners feel about what's going on as far as years. And so far, 2023 is still in the lead. Good. We want to so think I'm excited about possible. that. Yeah. All the, every year has a vote. But 2023 is in the lead. Well, that's, that's where my shirt is, too, 2023. Um, yeah, so buy a shirt. You can uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka and at Birdland Sports for some Birdland tonight after each game. That's right. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.